Hello and a big welcome back to the Curry Race Fantasy Football Podcast. It is the 1st of December, so a very special festive welcome to all our regular listeners. And for any new listeners joining us, uh, this is Bill. Hello. <laughs> and this is Nick. Hi. Oh, God. And I'm Dan. And if you're joining us for the first time and you're looking for a bang average fantasy football advice, some NFL news, some random fourth string tight end season long stats, coupled with 30 minutes of rambling on about subjects that are far away from football as you could possibly get, you are in the right place. You are. You are definitely in the right place. Um, I've been told off last week for not, or for us all, not really telling each other how the weeks went. We asked but never answered. So it's Christmas week in our house. Our lights have gone up. Our tree has been purchased. It's not yet up. How about you guys? Any Christmas news? Well, we were talking about this just before you logged in late. Um, I've done all my oh. Christmas shopping already. Wow. Squirreled away, sorted. So no, my luck, I'll forget and buy some more shit before the end of the month. And do uh, you buy yeah. it pre-wrapped? Gift-wrapped? No, I haven't done. And one thing that's been annoying me is branded packaging. Stuff's yeah, arriving to my house boxes. in brand, branded boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great. Just, just kind of stay away from that. But yeah, yeah, got me got the tree up. House is looking like a grotto. There's lights everywhere. <laughs> great. My lights are up. My lights are up outside. I'm looking uh, in the pr- Pride of the Streets. Got some of my uh, got some of my presents, but not not all of them. Ready for a last minute? Can I get next day delivery and pay thirteen ninety nine for the privilege? <laughs> well, I've noticed. What about you? Christmas shopping, everything's out of stock. Nick's bought it all. Yeah, I started to do, I was waiting for payday uh, to start doing everything. But then I just sort of dribbled money out of my savings and I thought, I'm going to just do this early, last week in November. Well, you've, uh, you've probably made the right choice. Everything seems to be out of stock and you can't get anything in your size. And then I can never say, get anything in my size you anyway. You can't do anything in your size anyway, they don't make it. <laughs> I don't know who you were talking to, I assume me. Yeah, both. After yeah. your dinner, I saw you buying the other night. <laughs> that was for my pregnant wife. Uh, so. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's had that go. one in the pocket. There, there you go. <clears throat> Knock that out of the pocket. Week, sorry to say, last week we had a little bit of a Zoom catch-up that wasn't on Tuesday night. We had a Thursday night catch-up. We did Thanksgiving. for the uh, Thanksgiving football. A couple of sore heads on, on Friday morning, I'm, I'm uh, led to believe, from the WhatsApp chat. Yeah, and l- luckily for us, we'll speak about it later, but the, the Ravens game was uh, postponed. So the NFL finished at a reasonable time. I think yeah. a few people stayed up to watch some some co- college game. But when was, I say stayed it. up, I think they, they collapsed halfway through it. But yeah, it was nice to watch football at a normal time for us. Nice for watching us, it midweek. Not having to cram it all in. The Ravens game again will be on a, a decent time for us all again on a, tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah, nice. Hopefully. Um, yeah, like I say, we've got a return of a fan favourite, the draft game. Um, we've drafted, what have we drafted? We drafted an animal football team. Breakfast. Is there another draft? Know. I'm sure we've done three. I've got a quick shout out to make for Liam Phillips. As he has inboxed me on Instagram, a draft game. I just need to put it together. So perhaps we'll do that next week. It's on the perfect car. 
but I just need to kind of put the uh, categories aside so we can all draft from set categories. It's going to be a bit of a uh, bit more work than the one we've got today. We did the house cleaning draft, which Bill won. Yep. I won the breakfast draft and Nick, no, you didn't win anything. No, I won the, won the, animal, won the animal draft, draft again. Draft. So Bloody this hell. week, this week is it's slightly different. We are going to be drafting weapons. <laughs> which is, isn't as family friendly as our previous drafts, but we're going to be drafting weapons that you can purchase from a DIY store. So we're talking like your B and Q's, your home base your or whatever. Yeah. Wixes. Yeah. Any shop that wants to sponsor us can. So we are, <laughs> we're going to be drafting weapons from a DIY shop. It's going to be a battle Royale bill versus Nick versus Dan fight to the death. Winner takes all last man standing. And you said, when you told us of this, it's in a coliseum. We're not just street fighting it. It's not a there's street a, fight. Like a... Yeah, you've got... I mean, there are no rules, but it's a coliseum, so there are some rules. Yeah. We're not just advocating going down to your local DIY store and buying things and fighting. We no. Saying this is like a Fortnite-style battle royale. This is like a Fortnite Warzone battle royale coming in yeah. like true gladiators with our DIY aprons on. Good. Like Russell gotcha. Crowe coming out of the ground. Yeah, like with his B&Q apron on, though. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we, do we get them as standard? Yeah, you get an apron as standard. One They'll orange. Blood on you. Yeah, orange yeah. for B&Q, green for home base, blue for Wix's. I can't have the orange. It'll clash. Right, rock, paper, scissors between you two for first overall pick. Uh, on three, show. One, two, three, show. Oh, both scissors. <laughs> One, two, three, show. Ah, yes. Bill gets first pick. So Damn just right. to remind you, we're in a Coliseum Battle Royale, 1v1v1, any weapon from a DIY store. Easy peasy, going first, nail gun. Mm. Bill Guffey's nail gun. How far does a range. nail gun? How how does it far does it shoot? Is that does close? Quite far. Well, I always think this is, is one of the Final Destination 4. Yeah, this is this <laughs> is Hollywood nail guns. If you ever used one, you've got to touch it to the thing. And then shoot it. Nope. Yeah, unless you can get, catch, yeah, unless you can get up close and press that thing to my dome, you're not getting near me. No, I'm fast. You, you forget how fast I am. No, I don't think anyone's <laughs> forgotten how fast you are. So Bill's already lost because he's picked a nail gun. Nope. That doesn't work. That's the that's nope. the trick. That's the stumbling block they want you to take. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right, my 101 that I wanted is an axe. Oh, just standard, standard, axe. standard axe, zombie slaying, extraordinaire axe. Okay, well, you know we're not zombies, don't you? When I've nail gunned your feet to the ground, <laughs> like swinging now. Oh, you're just uh, going to crawl up without anyone knowing, like, oh, Sneak yeah. attack. No, you know how fast I am. Okay, so Bill's got a nail gun, Nick with an axe. My pick, back-to-back picks here. I'm going to go for a bit of range, medium range, medium range, I think. Would ha- how it would be defined in weapon terms. I'm going to go for garden shears. Nice, I had them. Cross them off. They okay. give me a bit of range for a stabbing, and also can also obviously chop your head off. Big pair of and, scissors, basically. Pretty shit. Oh yeah, imagine imagine bringing a knife to a fight. God. <laughs> My next one, I don't really know what to do here. I might go for a bit of defense as well. I'm going to go for a shovel. It's on the list. So I can attack with a shovel, naturally. But I can also use that as a shield, like as an Iron Man shield. Yeah. Ching, ching, ching. Heavy like, defense. I'm going to see Bill's nails come. They're going to be approaching from like three mile an hour from 50 yards. Shears and a shovel. 
back to you, Nick, with an axe at the moment. Do I get, can I get multiples if it's a throwing item? Or am I limited? Oh, well, yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, because you can buy things in packs. Nails in it. Yeah, okay. So I think I'm... Like an arm, like a trolley full of hammers. You couldn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. Now I'm going to go with... Oh no, what, I'm trying to think of what it's called. Like a circular sword disc. Oh. Frisbee style circular sword disc. Pack of. Nice. Like the disc, cut, the disc cutter. Uh, yeah. Cutters. Like a bandsaw blade. Rough thing. edged yeah. circular yeah. sword disc. Like a ninja yeah. throwing star. Yeah. That's, to be honest, I was hoping that would come back. That was my next pick. What rubbish pick are you picking now? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, you're going to like this one. I get two picks. A garden shed. First pick. <laughs> to hide in. I'm going to take this up here quick. Um, oh my God, he's going to... I will flat. be shooting with my second pick, a Rothenberger's Rufus Propane Torch Set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen them. Like, yeah, used them. Not used one, seen them. Yeah, he's, he's a um, pick. Okay, a flamethrower. No, it's a Rothenberg Rufus Propane Torch Set, available from Screwfix for £60. <laughs> nice, I like the evidence. Yeah. There we go. And the next one that I will be picking, my third pick... The propane tank to go with it. An angle grinder. Nice, plug and it in. angle grinder. Nice, nice bit of range, stay near the outlet. Pretty powerful. Yeah, that's the thing about Colosseums, isn't it? I haven't noticed many uh, close ranges. No uh, electrical sockets. This is handheld one. You can get battery like a battery. Ah, oh, so we've yeah. just got to run away from you for like twenty minutes. No, I'm not going to keep it on. Who can run for twenty minutes? <laughs> twenty minutes. So there we go. Uh, Rufus okay. propane torch set and handheld angle grinder. I assume that you'll be drafting your dad with the fourth pick to use, use these them. things. <laughs> <laughs> My dad with the user's manual. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads, battle royale, but give me 15 minutes just to read through these manuals. Uh, I, right. I had blowtorch on mine. wasn't as aggressive as Bill's, but I'm going to cross that off just as well. Yeah, I had blowtorch as well. Don't take blowtorch. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm now, struggling now. I've got a good one again down the, the zombie slaying uh, alley. Why are all your enemies so slow and like not very mobile? Which you and Bill. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can I take a chainsaw? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet chainsaw. I was unsure whether you'd allow that. I'm not allowing any petrol. Oh, come on. That's a battery powered one. <laughs> A chainsaw, nice. Take a chainsaw. Damn it, my shovel pick is looking terrible now. I have written, I have written far too many down. <laughs> I'm going to dig my own grave. <laughs> <laughs> right, shears and a shovel. I suppose I should keep with the S theme. So this this last two, we're going to finish off your... Uh... Yeah. I think I need something to battle your two electrical weapons. And I'm going to take... Something which I think, I don't know really. You Tell me if I can't have it because it's similar to a chainsaw. I'm going to take a hedge trimmer. 
Is that too similar what's to a the chainsaw? Head, what's the head trimmer? The one that's got the sort of teeth like this and goes up and down. Yeah, yeah. that's how I see it. Yeah, you can take that. Yeah, fair. Okay. We can dual it. It's got a safety guard on it, so unless you're well, putting it directly onto my fingers, then... Well, if you've not got a drip fingers. tray, then I don't, know, I don't know how you're filling up your chainsaws and your uh, angle grinders, so safety first. All right, come in then. Finish her off. Right, you got? Hedge trimmer. I've only really got one pick left, but it's not very good. Oh, I've got loads. I've got like 12, 11, 12 more. <laughs> I've written down too many. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like, I'm going to run you through my last few picks that I had in my head. I, I had a glue gun in mind so I could set some glue traps for you. Slow <laughs> that. Yeah. Hold on. Well, no, I'd preset the glue. And it'll dry. Oh, am I Not getting stuck to it like a fly? Yeah. Oh. Um, but I did quickly say no to that. Fair. I did fancy a few throwing items like yours, Nick. I was thinking like some spanners or some uh, like screwdrivers to like pierce your skulls. Nice. But I didn't, I didn't really think. So I think I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for like a mini handheld item and I'm going to go for the crowbar. Oh, nice. Wasn't on my list. Very good. So I'm going to go for the for a short, a short attack, so that if you do get past my my um, shovel, I can have like a full on. I like that. Okay. Top five zombie slaying weapon there. That's the, my limit of knowledge of uh, fighting with yeah. garden tools is zombie movies. Okay, now I you're, got... you're going to draft a plant pot, aren't you? Right, okay, so you've got an axe, you've got yeah. disc stars, and you've got a chainsaw. Yeah, so I'm, I'm motorised, I've got distance, and the axe, just for that medium to close range. Now, I've got quite a few written down. I was going to go for defence on my last one, but what I've written down as my defence isn't great. So I don't know whether to just go without offence, but everyone seems... I mean, you've got a shield... Yeah, I mean, shovel is, is top defense, to be quite honest. You yeah, I mean, the axe that. could, I could use the axe somewhat. What, as defense? Oh, yeah. The, 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 well, Bill's going to be firing nails at you and your axe is right. going to be hitting them out of the air. Right, the okay. form of defense is offense. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with my, my original defense idea, and that is a metal bin lid. You are As a shield. Dead. You're dead. You are dead. <laughs> You're, You're dead. Bin lid shield, mate. You're dead, mate. Unlucky. <laughs> and, and interestingly, you just drafted the bin lid. You didn't think you could do anything with the bin itself. Fill it with glue. No, but you ain't got the lid bin. You've just got the lid. No, oh, we're not going to glue either. <laughs> no, I've got that in my reserves. Right, come on, Bill. What you got? Last two. Right, Bill. Nail gun, useless. It's my last one. Flamethrower, pretty good. Oh. Angle grinder. Okay, Last just, pick. so the next one... Why do I feel this is, is going to be outrageous? No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, because he's... He has I'm, to show I'm, us because we don't know what a DIY store looks like. So this is a, a heavy-duty petrol brush cutter. So it's like a strimmer. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, look at that. Yeah. Look at that head on there. Look. Whoa. <laughs> is that a standard DIY store? Yeah, that specialist get store. Get it off of uh, get it off of eBay. Nah, <laughs> that's not a DIY judge. Store. Not, not judge. 
mean, that is a... That's not a DIY store either. Oh, judge. As well, but I had a better picture. I'd like a heavy duty outdoor brush cutter. Yeah, I think that's a fair pick. That's I a think, great pick as well. I think downgrading to a standard trimmer. Oh, that's what I was going to go for. Then I realised you could probably cut more heavy duty grasses. That's when oh. I stumbled across the heavy duty brush cutter. Think, just get a strimmer and then pull that string quite long. Give yourself like a, yeah, or whip. But yeah, there you go. It's my brush cutter. I'm going to go for the brush cutter. Right. Four picks there. We'll, we'll put that on the, on the Twitter and let people vote for the winners. Um, we'll try and get Maybe Liam's. Again. Liam, I've got to do a couple of weeks of what a car is, if we're going to yeah, do yeah. a car draft. Um, got a any, few... any notable yeah. mentions for anything? I've got some honourable mentions. A hammer. No one took the hammer. I had a sledgehammer oh, written down. Yeah, sledgehammer. I was uh, hoping someone ri- said hammer so I could trump them with my sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, yeah. A drill. Battery-powered drill with a nice long drill yeah. bit. Uh, standing knives. The honourable yeah. mention of, if we're in a coliseum, a very long ladder upon which to get the vantage point. To escape. Get out of the coliseum <laughs> and then fire down with the nail gun. Rain hell. But... <laughs> Rain hell with the nail gun. <laughs> 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 yeah, like an archery sort of vibe. <laughs> well, at the bottom of my list, as a last honourable mention, if I may, was a pallet of bricks. <laughs> some, for some you distance. Could, you could crush our head cartoon style with two bricks. Dong. Oh, yeah. Ladder and bricks. Ladder and bricks. Ladder together. and bricks, yeah. Well. Right, anyway, time to get back to what we're... Uh, I was going to say what we're good at. I'm not sure uh, what we're here for. What we're here for. Uh, some some news. So, some news for you. The Detroit Lions parted ways with head coach Matt Patricia and GM Bob Quinn. Uh, since 2018, they uh, have a record of 13 wins, <clears throat> 29 losses and one draw. Uh, They're bottom 10 in scoring, bottom 10 in pass defense, bottom 10 in total defense. And he has the worst win percentage by any coach whose team averaged 21 plus points, Um, which is really bad considering he came over from the Patriots where he was the defensive coordinator for six years. So pretty unsuccessful term for Matt Patricia, uh, Bob Quinn. Bob Bob Quinn was, was there prior to him, but he's gone as well. His record was just as bad. Um, So, Really, there's no shock that that's happened. Wouldn't say so. You got Belichick having made Patricia look good at his job. A younger Tom Brady look very good at his job, perhaps. It's, uh, yeah. it's unsurprising that uh, he's been found out when he's left. Uh, he's not the uh, first and not the last that's left the, left the uh, Belichick sort of bubble and, and yeah. failed elsewhere. Um just want to note Adam Gase, still head coach of the Jets somehow. <laughs> we <laughs> now Adam Gase. Yeah, now outlasted uh, Patricia and also uh, Bill O'Brien, who was at the Texans. Um, just a note on Adam Gase, who was interviewed this week after the Dolphins game. Um, it seems to be an ongoing thing with the the press in sort of the local press about who's calling plays for the Jets because the offense is so, so bad. Um, yeah. So he said that uh, that Dow Dow Logans, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Um, 
who's the offensive coordinator, he said that he was calling the plays from now on. And that was uh, when they played the Bills a few weeks back. Um, but after the Dolphins game, the uh, press questioned him and said that the offensive coordinator didn't even have a play sheet. So how was he calling plays? And that Adam Gase got a bit frustrated with it all and said, look, he tells me what to say and then I say it. It seems to be like he just a lie after lie after lie and it's all just building up. So He's making them up like we used to down the park, drawing them on his <laughs> hand. Oh, yeah. The old, just uh... run, run up there, spin around and then run over there a little bit. We'll just chuck it and see what happens. We were just, just good. We were just good at stop and go routes because we were, the defenders were all so slow that we you couldn't get back motoring if you it had to stop unexpectedly. Which and it shouldn't have been unex, unexpectedly because it was every time. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's just it's incredible that this man is the head coach of a professional football team. Still, and still, and it's just I mean they're zero and ten, zero and eleven now, whatever it is, like. And he's calling the plays, but then he's saying someone else is calling the plays so he doesn't get the sack. It's just absolute shower of yes. Yeah. Um, injuries. DJ Moore suffered an ankle injury. Um, the Panthers have got their bye now, week 13. Um, he has had an x-ray on his ankle, which showed no break, which was good news. Um, he hasn't actually been ruled out for week 14 in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so he may be back. So good news on the fact that it's not a break bad news that you might be without him for a week maybe well, two, I don't weeks, ever play two weeks including the bye yeah well, your team's so good on paper you don't so need good. him so good on paper <laughs> and on the uh, and on the league table <laughs> talking about so good Philip Lindsay uh, injured yeah. his knee playing quarterback uh, yeah he got an MRI and he was getting a second MRI. Um, not considered serious is the reports coming out of Denver. So, yeah, yeah, it good, seems to be good news. Good news for them, but season's done for Denver now. So, kind of yeah. a bit of a rest him if it if it is looking more serious than minor. Perhaps uh, perhaps sit him and let Melvin Gordon fumble the ball for the rest of the season. <laughs> uh, another or a hat trick of injuries that looked bad but not as bad as first expected. Uh, Daniel Jones um, went down with a hamstring injury. Originally thought that it was going to be bad and possibly miss the rest of the season. Um, but since he's had tests over the weekend and it's shown nowhere near as bad as expected. Uh, outside chance of playing week 13. Colt McCoy backed him up. Um, so I don't know if that's fancy relevant. I've got here, you're probably not going to play either. Although Rob did play Daniel Jones this week. Uh, but they play the Seahawks next week, so Colt McCoy. So maybe fire up your Hawks defense. Yeah. Uh, Tua missed week 12 with a thumb injury, uh, which saw the return of Fitzpatrick, who looked good, didn't throw an interception. I think one of our drunken conversations Thursday night was the decision to play Fitz or to, to bench Tua last week and play Fitz for the last half of the game. Um, I was a bit confused on what angle the Dolphins' hierarchy are coming from. Are they looking for the future? Are they trying to win now? It seems like they're sort of a bit confused. They don't really know themselves. I think there might be in between because they had... Did they come into this season expecting to be where they are and do as well as they're doing? And then they've gone, oh, shit, should we plan for the future? And they're going, actually, we could win now, so... Yeah, I mean, I was saying to, to you, Bill, wasn't I, on Thursday that... 
coming into this season, it was obviously predetermined that Tua was going to start after the bye. Um, I don't think they thought they would win as many games as they did before the bye. I don't think they expected Tua to lead us to three or four wins or something silly like that. Based on the defence, by the way, nothing to do with the quarterback play. Um, and now they're in a position where they might actually sneak into a wild card. I would play Fitzpatrick. Mm. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with Tua learning from the sideline like he has yeah, done in the first half of the season. And even getting that taste of that playoffs from the bench. I don't see the problem with that. I don't see the problem with it either. They've got, so, their, they've got their draft picks coming from Houston. Yes, who keep other... winning, which is annoying, because they were like yeah. having the fifth overall <laughs> pick, and now they're like back down to the ninth, so wish they'd stop winning. Austin Eckler, good news for Austin Eckler owners, and Austin Eckler returned uh, to week 12, and he returned with 16 targets, Wow, which is absolutely <laughs> mental. I think he had a career-high touches. Um, Ballage was inactive, three weeks of double-digit uh, points for him, now possibly droppable with... Austin Eckler returning and getting the workload he's getting. Um, so. Old Ravens team on the COVID list and all Broncos quarterbacks on the COVID list. Yeah, which got, we will touch uh, on uh, in our games of the week, which I think the Broncos is first, isn't it, Bill? Yeah, thanks, mate. I'm going to go straight into a full-blown meltdown and defence of the Broncos and spew some hate on the league in general. So the Broncos and the Saints faced you, off. You like on... you like the Broncos, right? They're all right. <laughs> They're all right. Broncos Saints faced off Sunday. I've mentioned that name once. There will only be three further mentions of the Saints, not including that one, because they didn't look any good against a severely depleted team. I'm going to run it down. It's basically COVID. I'm not even going into the place. Um, can I? Can I? I'm just skim reading this. As you mentioned, my little breakdowns last week were written with anger in my fingertips. So is this. This is coming from your place of, of disenjoyment of what happened. Yeah. So the Broncos started the game without Drew Locke, um, Driscoll, Brett Rippon, or Blake Bortles, who, who were all prohibited from playing because of a COVID scare. The, Ra the Ravens, as Dan alluded to earlier, had 22 players on the COVID list and are afforded the luxury of three postponements because their quarterback was the league MVP last year. So they play, <laughs> they play uh, tonight, isn't it? That's Can we just say that no, Bill, Bill speaks on behalf of himself and not the Kyra Race pod? So, yeah, Ravens <laughs> had three postponements because their quarterback was the league MVP last year. It left Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, Melvin Gordon, and undrafted free agent Hinton as their quarterback that the NFL and Roger Goodell thought were suitable at playing the highest level of American football at quarterback. Hinton started the game as the, um, as the quarterback of choice undrafted free agent out of Wake Forest. Uh, he was actually fortunately re-signed to the practice squad on the 4th of November, so less than a month ago, after being cut in September. So I don't know whether or not they'd have had a practice squad quarterback on the uh, 
on the practice squad at that point, but it was fortunate that they did so that they could actually play a quarterback. He'd only ever completed 133 passes at college for 1,500 yards. He then transferred to wide receiver, and I think he caught just over 1,000 yards worth of, um, of football over two years. Uh, the Broncos did try to activate two coaches, Rob Calabrese from UCF, or he played quarterback at UCF. He's now an offensive coordinator, uh, offensive coach, and Justin Rascati, who played quarterback at James Madison, who did we not mention James Madison University about four weeks ago? There was I recognise that. Yeah. Not the Leicester footballer. <laughs> that probably was tricky in our minds, but they were denied by the league because that would be too easy. I've got a note here just on the back of that, that in, in normal circumstances, in normal seasons, if say it's normally the running back position, isn't it? You get two or three running back injuries in, in one week, two week period. You can just sign Marshall Lynch from his couch and he can play mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, now the COVID protocols mean that new players have to isolate six days before they can join the team. So, I mean, we'll go into what happened with the quarterbacks in a minute or in a bit later, but it happened six days within six days of the game. So it was impossible for them to sign anyone, which is why this seems so The, the more that we strange. sort of, the more I understand about this, the more bullshit it is. Uh, I, mm-hmm. After watching them, I didn't watch the game, but I watched the highlights. And I said, I feel for the guy. Feel for him and going in and nothing to do what he did. Feel for the Broncos. But why not postpone the game? Move it. Yeah, the, the, I don't this, know. This, this Raven-Steelers game has been moved to a fucking Wednesday. Yeah, it's been moved six days. Yeah. Just it was the next Thursday well, night. And they that's, play on Monday as well. Yeah, their, their next week against the Cowboys. Yeah, Ravens-Monday. Yeah. Oh, was that so, been moved as well now? It, yeah, it was been moved to the Monday. Yeah, so, so we can, we can, we can move down. Uh, okay, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's but, shit. It's not fair. The, the Broncos have, have signed Pat Shermer, so the offensive coordinator's son. Played at college. Don't know too much. He played for the Chiefs, I think, for a bit. They've signed him to the active roster as well. Um, just in case all of these guys somehow can't get back before next week's game against the Chiefs. So that's a bit of a weird one, considering there are a few um, quarterbacks out there that could well be signed, notably Colin Kaepernick, you'd imagine might be someone that they could have looked at rather than the coach's son. (laughs) That's weird, yeah. Daddy, 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 can I play game, please? I... uh, Maybe due to the colour of his skin. Oh. I'm editing this week, so I, uh, I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> Hinton's, okay. Hinton's only pass of the whole game was... Well, there was no only completed pass. He tried a few. They looked like the throws that I took when I played quarterback for the Spartans. This is the second te- time we're going to reference the uh, park bowl. With our... <laughs> no, I'm talking about when I actually played for the Spartans. Just like oh. the air ball. Quack, 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 quack. Uh, it completed the pass to Noah Fant. It was the first time in a long while since there was more completions in a game than interceptions. There was one completion and two interceptions. So 
a great, not a great stat line for Hinton, but I'm not in the business of rinsing the guy. He came in from the practice squad, having never taken a snap, last played. He's probably not college, thrown like, a ball. Ago. Yeah, that's it. He's a wide receiver. So I'm not, I'm not in the business of giving him any grief whatsoever. Brandon McManus, hit, weirdly, his career long at 58 yards, his field goal was his career long, which is surprising for a kicker in Denver. That's where Denver's three points came from. Uh, the second mention of the, um, no, the first mention, should I say, of the Saints was that their defense allowed just 112 yards, but again, unsurprising. Game finished 31 3 which wasn't actually, I said uh, to some of the guys in the chat the other day, which wasn't actually a bad result for a team without a starting quarterback. Jets lost 20-3 to to the Dolphins this week with a quarterback. How good, you, how good he is is a question mark, but he's a quarterback. Jags lost 27-3 with a quarterback week 11. And it's forgotten that the Saints beat the Bucks 38-3. And the Bucks had Tom Brady playing. That was in week nine. So, <laughs> in isolation, yeah, pretty rubbish. But I think they actually did quite a good job. That's the, that was my second mention of the team. And third mention is Saints now sit atop the NFC South, which isn't hard. Bitter. This is the bit that, yeah. On nine and two. And the Broncos are somehow still third in the AFC West on four and seven ahead of Heisman, Herbert and the three and eight charges. So not really a rundown, just a big no. middle finger for the NFL sure. and a big middle finger for Roger Goodell. And a big I've, middle uh... finger to, to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Hope you enjoy your game tomorrow night, Bricks. <laughs> right, on the back of that, I've got two things. The Chargers, three and eight. Uh, the Chargers suck. Like... I don't know if you saw the game. Anthony Lynn, I don't know how he... He is getting close to Adam Gase in terms of being such a fucking turd. Like, yeah. they hit a fourth and 24 down to, like, the six-yard line with 40 seconds left. So, you're thinking, run up, spike the ball. The players are yeah. all going, spike it, spike it, spike it. They run two run plays. <laughs> yeah, I saw what? it. I did see it, yeah. They, they, they attempted to rush it twice. Oh, God, I... That's that's an, for another time. In so terms of the talking about people are talking about Herbert and like who would you build your team around? Burrow, Herbert, or Tua? Yeah. Like the 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 it's likely at, it's likely Lynn that's doing it, but three and eight, I'd be building it around uh, Tua or Burrow. <laughs> yeah, um, and then the one completion for seven for nine yard uh, was it seven yards 13 yards it was like a lateral pass back again yeah um that ties that ties 20 second worst for pass or receiving yards totals for a team in a game the top got a total of minus seven yards it was the tennessee titans who played new england in 2009 kerry collins was the quarterback 12 attempts, two completions, minus seven yards passing, one interception. Was he a quarterback? Was he an actual quarterback? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was a quarterback. It's not all bad. On paper. Direct snaps to Philip Lindsay. Quarterback out of Penn, out of Penn State. Shit. Yeah. Good. So, yeah, he played for Tennessee, Oakland, the Giants, uh, Carolina. <laughs> it, was towards the, it was towards the end of his career, let's, let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
Okay. Well, there's my rundown. Yeah, that's the end of that. I'm going to touch on the Ravens game next, although they haven't actually played. It's the first game review uh, of a game that is yet to be played. Um, like Bill said, they were due to play the Steelers on primetime Thursday night Thanksgiving football. Um, this was rescheduled to be played on Sunday because the team were struck with 22, was it, players that were placed yeah, on the COVID okay. list, um, including, as Bill's mentioned, the league MVP, Lamar Jackson, as well as running back tandem of uh, Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins. Um, so this, this has been postponed to the Sunday. They then had more positive tests and it's been postponed to Wednesday tomorrow. It was Wednesday afternoon and now it's, well, it was Wednesday evening. Now it's been proposed to Wednesday afternoon because the, uh, they're showing the lights going on at Rockefeller Center, is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the Rockefeller Center lights are on TV. So they've had to push the game back. <laughs> yeah, <fucking laughs> they've they've moved is... the game earlier so that they can, people can see the lights. Um, but I just wanted to read, I wanted to compare the two stories of how the teams have got into this COVID mess and, let you guys, maybe Nick, because he's not as, as uh, invested. So, Drew Locke requested that his quarterback staff, which is his four quarterbacks that you've mentioned, or four including him, requested permission to watch film in the Broncos um, facility within their own time. The team had a day off. He's requested to go in with his other quarterbacks to watch more films. So, he's working on his day off. So, he's been punished for that. Um. What's happened is they're in, the, they're in the room. They've all tested negative that day for COVID. They're in the room. They're watching film. They're not wearing masks. That's where the problem comes. So I don't know who's told of them, by the way. Do, mm, do, that's a point. I think they had to, they had to self-check in kind of thing with the league. Right. It's just, just it seems a bit strange. This is the story that's come from Drew Locke's mum, is that they, on his day off, they went in to watch film. Um, they were not wearing any masks in a socially distanced area. Um, and, and, well, we know what's happened. They're, they're, none of them were allowed to play. Just as well, the NFL fined the Broncos half a million dollars. Yeah. And they stripped the team of a 2021 seventh round draft pick because what? of um, viola violating mask protocols. Which? Fuck. That this, was a, this was a week prior to this week. So they've been fined half a million quid and for not wearing masks already. Um, so it might be a, we've told you once and now we're telling you again, so you can't play, which still seems a bit harsh, but. Yeah, but uh, t told you once, told you twice. That's bollocks because if you've got 22 players, positively yeah, tested, four. yeah, pos four players that have tested negative versus yeah. 22 players that have tested positive. I'll just move it back, move it back, move yeah. it back. Well, the, the 22 players weren't all positive, but there, some of them, are, it was a mixture of positive close and contacts. close contact. But I'm going to tell you the, the, the story behind the Ravens. So this is from uh, Sporting News um, from over, over in America. A quick list of the COVID, Ravens COVID list. Lamar Jackson, Trace McSorley, two quarterbacks, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dominguez, Willie Sneed, Mark Andrews, Literally everyone, Calais Campbell, Brandon Williams, with everyone, even the bloody long slapper. Yeah, Derek Wolf, like their yeah. starting guys, Derek Wolf, Calais yeah. Campbell, Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson. It, like, so it's a lot of starters. Um, so the name to 
that has, that's been picked up in a few different articles is Steve Saunders, who is the head strength and conditioning coach. So according to multiple reports, he was the staff member punished by Baltimore for conducting uh, or for, for breaking the COVID rules in terms of not wearing his contact tracing, you know, the bracelet that they have. So he was regularly told off by the Ravens for not wearing this, this bracelet. And he was one of the first ones um, that was tested positive, which is possibly the reason why it spread so quickly and rapidly. Like with some of the Titans, they, they weren't doing their run-throughs with masks on. As soon as one person gets it, everyone gets it. We know yeah. what this, this, this disease does. It's been around for long enough now. But the head of strength and conditioning coach. The guy in the gym. The guy in the gym while they're all working out and panting yeah. and all sorts. So yeah. he was tested positive. He was been fined and he's been talked to about this by Baltimore themselves. And yet the league's postponed their game three for three different times. And let's not forget the Baltimore Ravens have got RG3 as a backup quarterback who hasn't got COVID. And they've got Gus Edwards as a backup running back who hasn't got yeah. COVID. So I don't know. Yeah, Poster boy, it's a, it's a, it's a discussion. Isn't yeah, it? that uh, doesn't Lamar seem. Jackson or Patrick Mahomes, who's better? Who's better? They want yeah. to keep that narrative, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. But well, the, the, the NFL is a, is a money, money making machine, isn't it? And the Steelers yeah. versus the Ravens is a prime time game, and the Broncos versus the Saints isn't. Yeah, and, so and that's the, that's, and that's the difference. It's got to be. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they want that. They want that true. They want that true unbeaten season for the Steelers, perhaps, rather than the tainted, oh, it's been cancelled or it's been forfeited. You know what it is. I mean, the Steelers have already had their bye removed yeah. um, because of the Titans, because they were the team that was affected by that, weren't they? So their players were kicking off. Um, uh, yeah. If you're going to make one team play with no postponement, make the other team play with no postponement. Yeah. So what? Yeah. They've, they've, they've depleted. And, yeah. and the argument is, is that all these, like you can, you can accept a one-off case, but when there's 22 players, it means that your team, your organisation, is doing something wrong. Yeah. Because you. Let's not... see what their fine is. Let's see what yeah. the fine is. Well, there It'll won't be... be one, will there? Because they, they haven't deemed to be done anything wrong. That's why they're allowed yeah. to postpone the game. But anyway, onto a game that, well, one was played, two wasn't affected by COVID somewhat, and three was very close to your heart, Nicholas. Somewhat, yeah. Somewhat close to your Somewhat. heart, if you do have one. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I looked at the Rams 49ers, a little uh, NFC West interdivisional clash. Uh, didn't do any favours for the Cardinals, unfortunately. There's the uh, crossover, my heart. Um, second place, Rams. Well, now second in place, Rams. Uh, took on the fourth place, 49ers, uh, who remain down the bottom in there rightful place uh rams were favored <laughs> going into the games off the back of a two-game win streaks versus the seahawks and buccaneers uh i mean this this was like fumble city this game <laughs> honestly uh it started with back-to-back -back turnovers uh lost fumble early in the first from malcolm brown saw the rams defense trying to prevent a score uh which resulted in an interception to get the ball back halfway through the first uh, Rams only managed to turn it into three points with a field goal. Uh, 49ers scored a rushing touchdown, Raheem Mostert, after a couple of nice completions to Debo Samuel. Uh, he seems to be back and back to his old self, doing what everyone thinks he should be doing. 
Uh, more flip-flopping. The Goff interception thrown directly to Richard Sherman without another ram within about 10 yards either side of the ball. <laughs> awful to watch. Uh, the very next play to that interception, uh, 49ers running back Jeff Wilson had the ball punched out of his hands. My name's Jeff. <laughs> recovered by the Rams. So uh, backwards and forwards constantly. Um, 49ers, again, recover a goth fumble within 30 seconds. Remaining in that first half. Uh, don't do anything with it. Fouled 50-yard field goal attempt after that. Uh, so early kickers. I know. Early in the third, Goff throws his second interception of the game, but this time it was returned for a touchdown by 49ers rookie Javon Kinlaw. Kinlaw. 49ers are now leading 14 to three to start the third. Uh, Rams only manage another field goal uh, until another 49ers <laughs> fumble is recovered and returns. They quite clearly buttered the ball. I, mean, I think it's, it seemed like that. Thanksgiving, uh, they all had a, a soggy hands. Didn't greasy they, hands, yeah. Uh, which, again, recovered and returned for six. So, a couple of back-to-back defensive touchdowns there. Uh, the rookie running back, Cam Akers, broke off a lovely 50-plus yard run straight into the 49ers' 10-yard line. Uh, stays in and punched it in. Second and goal for a touchdown. Uh, so now the Rams are taking the lead the first time. Uh, it's 20 to 17, fourth quarter to play. 49ers tie up with three minutes to go with a Robbie Gold field goal from 40 yards. How old uh, is Robbie Gold, by the way? He's like 110 years old. Yeah, he's old. He's getting on. Still got it in his legs, though. Still got it in his legs. So, yeah, the Rams then fail to answer. Uh, with two minutes to play. 49ers make some nice plays to Debo again. Uh, kept popping up and get within field goal range. And old man gold gets the whim of a 42-yarder. Rams 20, 49ers 23, which, to my disappointment, pushes the Cardinals down at 6-5 and five now. Rams take that second spot, 7-4, and four, and still to play the Cardinals. Not I watched this one. How that. good was Aaron Donald? Well, how yes. good is and how good was Aaron Donald? Yeah, it still is. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. He is an absolute beast. I'd like yeah. to see a fight between Aaron Donald and DK Metcalf. <laughs> yeah. they've, had a, they've done an interview together, haven't they? I don't know if you've seen it. There's uh, a, I've not watched it, but I've together. seen it. They did it. Talking about this division, have you seen the um, the 49ers are now stadium sharing? Yes. Because uh, of the COVID restrictions where the 49ers hang out. Yeah, it's a local, a local uh, mm. Santa Clara, I think it is, uh, COVID restriction. There are no team sports in uh, that county. So they've had to move, move to the Cardinals. Yeah, I saw that. I saw them tweeting about it. Yeah, they they referenced their stepbrothers, didn't they? Yeah. The Cardinals <laughs> yeah. tweeted them saying that there's only, like the house rules. So you can't touch my drum set. Okay, so that's the news and that's the games. Just some other news for our soccer fans. Spurs are top of the league, which is amazing for the Spurs fans, and West Ham are fifth, which is equally as impressive. Um, both of which pretty much sum up 2020. We move. We move. We're going to move. We move on to uh, week 12 matchups. Weekly matchups. 
So week 12 review. As always, the host game comes first and I managed to destroy the Girly Fries 170.48 points to 158.90 points. Destroy might be slightly harsh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I defeated the Girly Fries by 12 points, taking my season record to 2-0 against Steve and his fries. Uh, Thanksgiving football, which we all watched together, meant that I led by 50 plus points on the Friday and I was extremely confident. Uh, I shouldn't have been because Girly which, Fries fought back. Which God. if you're not in a WhatsApp group is about as, uh, about as tolerable as it sounds. A confident Dan is very annoying. I've been very specific this year to not brag when I win and not brag or not be disappointed when I lose. I'm just trying to stay flat. Um, yeah, Gurley Fries fought back with help uh, from his stack of uh, Robbie Anderson, Teddy Bridgewater, which left Steve needing 18 points from Miles Sanders on Monday Night Football to take the much-needed victory. Um, but Miles only ended up with a puny 6.20 points, um, which, if Steve stayed up to try and watch, would have been extremely disappointing. Um, Didn't Boston end up Scott miles on the away field. from your score, though. Oh, Oh, no, he didn't. Uh, just just the uh, 12. Um, so I've got Dan Sachs, GM slash head coach. Dan once again found himself on the right side of the lady luck after leaving cousins Duke Johnson and Drake on the bench who combined for 26, 17 and 25 points apiece. Um, and I still managed to win. So Do you know, do you know what? Lucky. I, was, I was thinking about this earlier, thinking... Bowl game, it's a potential for all of us. If it's you again, it's. I know it can only go one or two ways, you win or you lose. But I'd be interested to see, because famously the bridesmaid, does yeah. Lady Luck get her comeuppance in the bowl game if you're there? Yeah, I say it every podcast. I have been the luckiest player. I don't disagree. I've been so lucky. I've won by like a point, two points, six points, 12 points this week. It seems to be going that way, but uh, we won't speak too soon. Uh, moving on, Bill, you played Rob. Um, I did. You, you were victorious, which wasn't unusual uh, for you this year. 183 points, 0.82 um, against Rob's 168.02. Um, Nick's so, shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, a, a tale of four quarterbacks it. in this matchup. Um, you with your Rogers Mahomes stack, 57 points in total from the two quarterbacks. Uh, Rob, who had Derek Carr, Daniel Jones, mustered a measly 11 points between them. Um, yeah. Derek, Carr, Derek Carr with close to zero, as you can possibly get. Um, Big Willie's tight end found himself trailing for the whole weekend until his Seahawks stack, DK Metcalf and Carson, led him to the come, behind, from, come from behind W. He should no. not have won that. I don't know how he no, no, no. He was te- he was texting he... me. Yeah, he was texting me. Oh fucking hell, I'm never gonna win. And we were yeah. we were talking on the on the uh, on 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 Fridays and on Sunday and that. And he was saying, "Oh, I'm only 15 points behind now on projections." We were, and it was it was going closer and closer and closer. <laughs> after um, after Thanksgiving, he was so far in a hole, and then Zeke went out and scored two points or three points. Yeah. Yeah, when your running backs can do this and do that, there's no chance. I'm thinking, yeah, we was, the rest of us, there is no chance. For you, somehow. 
me and Dan were chatting on the PlayStation. We've been chatting, like you said, for ages. Oh, like, it's like 30 points predicted, like, different. Seems like 15. It's like seven. It's happening. Back to 15 and we was like, right, it's a bit late now. I'm going to bed. I said, oh, I'm going to stay up and watch, watch a bit more football. Came off and Dan texts me about 20 minutes later. He was like, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> it's bloody happening. Um... <laughs> The Collision Low crosser fans across the globe will feel, feel hard done by this week. Um, missing Christian McCaffrey, Adam Thielen and Lamar Jackson um, and still yeah. putting up the highest losing score of the week. Yeah, I don't like that when that happens. When you've scored, like, you've scored enough to beat, scored enough to beat Steve, you've scored enough to beat Jim, scored enough to beat Mark, scored enough to beat Matt. So along with like, Away from like the big hitters, he beats everybody. Yeah. But it, it, uh, his only his only positive is that he didn't play me and lose by a point and a half. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, another win for Bill. Uh, another close loss for Rob, um, which has just been you know we talk about my luck over the year. His luck with missing McCaffrey is just. I mean, he's played him for a few games and he's been an absolute like machine. So. Hopefully I missed Michael Thomas back. for like the whole year and he hasn't done fuck all. Um, right. Eagles and the Deflatriots. Um, James's Eagles, the, what did you call them, Nick? Best team on paper, I think it was. Um, no, struggled to out. reach 100 points this week, 93.16. Oh. Oh. Um, playing the Deflatriots, who have currently scored 144.96 points. Um, as it stands, the Deflatriots have won the matchup, but they've still got the Steelers' defence to play uh, tomorrow night, but it won't affect the result. Let's go. Um, that's the, yeah, that's, points. <laughs> that's 10, the only... Yards. He'll, just, he'll just bench him, I imagine. Uh, as it stands, that's the only game that's got a player left to play, but the result's... Um, already in. So, convincing win for the Deflatriots, thanks to the return of Austin Eckler. Like we mentioned earlier, 16 receptions and solid performances from Goddard and uh, Devontae Adams. Fanboys of Nicky's husband are starting to believe the hype that there may be a chance that he reaches the playoffs. Um, Deflatriots must win out, and with games against collision low crossers and girly fires on the horizon, anything is possible. Um, shout out to Taysom Hill, who has absolutely destroyed all fantasy relevance for players in the New Orleans Saints teams. Kamara, six points this week. Wow. Yes. And Michael Thomas got nine, I think it is. Yeah, Michael Thomas but got nine. I've played, I've played Jim twice, lost to him twice, and Kamara scored 35-plus points twice. So. Fuck cool. you, Jim. Fuck you, Jim. Fuck you, Kamara. Um, and then finally... Pineapple Express <laughs> oh. took on the Pineapple Express reserves. Uh, 209.72 for the first team and the second team, 125.34. Uh, classic first against reserves where they took the reserves' best player and played them against them. Uh, Tyreek Hill uh, absolutely went off. But you took your season win total to two over the Crockett's Rockets. Have you posted your second 200-plus game week of the season? Um, not quite the highest score of the season with 209.72. That goes to the Flatriots in week seven, which was actually against you. Um, 234.04 points. I remember it fondly. Close, but not <laughs> close enough. Um, it wouldn't be a curry race podcast without the talk of the hill Gurley trade, um, especially as Hill went off for 13 receptions, 269 yards and three touchdowns. 
equating to 57.9 points. Um, so and Gurley, right. Say it again. Gurley, <laughs> Gurley didn't play because he had a knee injury. Oh, I saw that coming. Which comes at no surprise to anyone that's ever watched football before. Apart from Matt. Apart from Matt, yeah. Andy from every the time, Every time I see something with Tyreek Hill, especially on Sunday, it boiled my piss because it fucking... So annoying because he would have beaten you if that trade didn't happen. Just but a just Yeah, if maybe, maybe and maybe's, I suppose. What I would say is that um Tyreek Hill obviously fifty seven points. A lot of your points, Nick, came from like a selection of players. It wasn't then, a steady outing, was it? It wasn't a steady outing. Jared Goff three points, Kyler Murray seven, Josh Jacobs five, um Shit. Will Lutz, I saw, seven. I saw it on the um you know, obviously on like the iPhone, you only get the score at the top, and then I think I saw it with four players. Quarterback, yeah. quarterback, running back, running back. If you looked at the scores in isolation, you'd have said that Matt would have won. Yeah. Based but, on uh, those top four players. It was it was the Tyreek Hill points came like quickly as well, didn't they? They were in like the first quarter. He scored two think, touchdowns. Yeah. Something stupid. Um, but your players that did score scored really big. Which is good for one week, but going forward, you're going to want to spread that out, aren't you? Nah, they're heating up now. I had Ronald, Jones, Ronald Jones on the bench, who's getting that number one spot. I'm rolling through these playoffs. Coming for you, Bill. Coming. Um, right, okay, so that brings us to the table update, which we don't actually we don't have a live one because the game week's not over, but I've put together the results. Um, Bill, obviously, no change. Um, you now sit at the top of the table still nine and three and you have secured your playoff spot so well done congratulations makes a change first time for everything (laughs) I'm in this week that's getting cut out with celebrate (laughs) good times Um, in second place Dan Sack eight and four who's also secured a playoff spot based on uh, his eight wins and his head to head results with the uh, players below him, and that, well, is, and that is the same for Pineapple Express, also eight and eight. Third <laughs> for head to head against uh, Dansac, but head to head is positive against everyone else. So only two games to play. It's only Steve that can draw. So congratulations to Big Willie's tight end Dansac and Pineapple Express, which is weird because it's the three of us. But yeah. You don't have a podcast. Yeah. Um, Right, fourth place. The final playoff spot is now extremely competitive. It currently lays with Gurley Fries, six and six. In fifth spot, Crockett's Rockets, who just failed to beat Nick just this week, uh, five and seven. And Collision Low Crossers, also five and seven. And also five and seven, the Deflatriots. So four teams there separated by one win all battling out for that one playoff spot. Um, it's, it's, it's hard. It, it's hard to, to call, really, isn't it? It's yes. never been this close. Yeah, that fight no. for that last spot, two games to go, one win in it. You've got to start looking at who's playing who. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Gurley Fries, I think if he, if he wins next week, that'll put him on seven. Um, and then if, if no one else wins, he's in. Uh, yeah. But he's got he's got the Eagles next week. So based on on uh, the Eagles' ninety odd points this week, that should be a win for the Gurley Fries. But you never know. 
You never uh, know. Yeah. Um, the Deflatriots, who sits in seventh on the on the lowest due to head to head, has to play both uh, Collision Low Crossers and Girly Fries in week 13 and 14. So, like he said in the group, it's in his hands somewhat. 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 He's going to so, be asking for some lady luck. Either way, whoever comes in that fourth spot in the playoffs will be playing the uh, highest ranks uh, team, which will be you, Bill. So, suppose is there anyone you don't want to play in the um, in, in the first round I, of the playoffs? I would not like to play Rob again. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Possibly yeah, I think back. we mentioned Derek this a few Henry, weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, Derek Henry. Like, I know he's lost Will Fuller and got him thirty-five points this week, but he'd had all those players on the bench. You say like Lamar Jackson. He's still, he's still got Lamar Jackson knocking around. Thielen, Golladay, one of those will step in for that spot that Will Fuller opens up. I don't know. I think, I think Rob, just personally, after that scare this week, I wouldn't want to go through that again against Rob. So, yeah. I yeah. Want to, I want it's strange, isn't it? Because it is just a fantasy team. Let's just say that. <laughs> but of the four that are there, whoever gets in is going to have the form players. Because they're going to be scoring the most points to win their matchups. Yes. Like you being there now, you can lose the next two because your players don't hit any form. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, so once you're actually in the playoffs, it doesn't matter that you're top or I'm second, Nick's third. It, it doesn't matter. No. So it's quite easy to win it from fourth. I think you've won it from fourth, haven't you, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I won from second. So, but uh, we'll it, see. It's always that you've got to do enough to get in, just enough. You don't have to be 12-0. and 0. You've just got to get yourself in and then win two games. That's all it is, two games. Just win two games. As simple as that. Yeah. This is where it gets to the point where I'm annoyed that I can't give them a team talk. Yeah. You could. You I'm, not, I'm striding up and down my lounge at like five to six on a Sunday. Like, come on, boys. We want the win. Fight for the win. I'm happy and Lisa's like, will you keep it down? <laughs> We haven't had a renaming, which is um, which I'm not happy about. Yeah, but it looks like us because most, like most uh, fantasy leagues, it will obviously split into two brackets, and the the bottom bracket will fight for that number one pick, and whoever loses the two final games will get renamed. So. Oh no, I meant no, we haven't had a team down. Yes, do you know what I thought about that yesterday? If if and when the playoffs start. No, nah, you team can't. Down. You can't change. You might have a team down. Because you've you've not had to this year. There's not been that many uh, downward weeks for you. The I don't think I think I was first for maybe the first two or three weeks. Then Bill took first and hasn't come out first the whole time. Is that am I correct? I think you're correct. Yeah. But me and you, Dan, have been second, third, second, yeah. third a couple of times. That's all we can do. So it's destined yeah. for us to play each other moving forward. I've got one more season game, then likely. Yeah, and, each other and the, the way it normally the way it normally works is I'm two and zero against you in the regular season, and you beat me in the playoffs. That's how you've, you've not beat me yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we play Nick this week, don't we? So yep. the likelihood is whoever wins that gets. Well, to be honest, it doesn't matter, does it? Because we're going <laughs> to play each other anyway. Again, yeah. We could just play kickers this week. Oh yeah, I'm up for it. We could we could uh, collude and drop all our play- like just fill our benches. 
drop yeah, defense, drop kicker, mean? just fill our benches with uh, backup running backs. Or we could let's just do one v one. You pick your best player, I'll pick my best player. One v one position irrelevant. Oh, let me guess, Tyreek Hill. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, that's the table. That's the playoff scenarios. Um, week thirteen should should reveal a lot. We might even have um, a, a playoff set, but it might go into that final week. You know what's going on, yeah? Maybe. <laughs> I know where I'd rather be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, talking about uh, next week, should we uh, preview next week's matchups? So, week 13. As previously mentioned, Dansack hosts Pineapple Express in the second versus third matchup. Preview of possibly the week 15 first playoff round. Uh, low uh, crosses played the Flatriots. Must win for the Sausage Prince if he wants to uh, make the playoffs. Crockett's Rockets faces the top seeded team, Big Willie's tight end. Again, must win for Crockett's Rockets. And the Gurley Friars, looking to bounce back after his narrow defeat to Dansack, plays the Eagles. Um, he's currently holding that last playoff spot, looking to hold on to it. Uh, bye weeks for fantasy teams or fantasy players, the Panthers. So DJ Moore's got a week to rest up. Teddy Bridgewater, if you're streaming him, might be streaming him this week. Uh, the Bucks also on bye. Uh, Tom Brady, Rob Gonkowski, Bill, for you. Yeah, look out for a tight end. Mike Evans, for you, Nick. You won't be able to use him for his two receptions, two touchdowns against me. Points is points. Doesn't matter where they come from. Well, yeah, he won't That's be getting any again. points this week, though, really, when he's on his bye. No, um, Bill, you need, you need a tight end, which actually links us quite nicely onto our waiver wire warriors. <laughs> Big announcement. Massive announcement. Bill, waiver wire wizard Guffy has got his first win. He's got his first bloody win. It's, it's, we're, we're in week 12 of the season. There's only been three of us playing. <laughs> I did it again. I, I flicked up and down on the screen and picked one. Yeah, so the results, Nick, you picked Nelson Aguilar, who went for 10 and a half, just under 10 and a half points. I went for Mike Williams, who... <laughs> you know nothing about this game. <laughs> who got five, uh, just over five and a half points. Bill went for Sterling Shepard, who got 13.8 fantasy points, making him this week's Wither Wire Warrior. Um I don't know how he scored 13 points, by the way, when Daniel Jones was off the field and Colt McCoy was thrown to him. But there you go. Right. We move. So, Nick, Law of averages. Law of averages. Should have he could have got to win one. Nick's still at the top, five and a half. Uh, I'm still on in second in fourth. Bill overtakes Mark. <laughs> hey! Having played, having played for 11 weeks more than he has. <laughs> um, on one and a half points. Obviously, Nick and Bill shared last week, and then uh, then Mark down uh, one for one. The tight end is the position for Week 13's Waiver Wire Warriors. Um, 
Anyone want to go first? No, you can. You go first, mate. <laughs> I know none of you. Know rest for a sec. Not one. None of you want to go first. No, don't know. Don't know. Because you're panicking because you don't know what what tight end is. Right, my tight end pick for week 13 is Mike Gesicki of the Miami Dolphins. Um, bit hit and miss. I'm I'm not going to lie to you, but scored a touchdown again last week. Scored just over 11 and a half fantasy points. Um, the return of Fitzpatrick actually helps him. I'm hoping that Tua gets another rest. Um, they're playing the Cincinnati Bengals, who aren't very good. So I'm hoping Mike Kaziki can find the end zone. You can go, Nick, because you need the points. No, I don't. <laughs> we'll know to keep Dan at bay. If Dan yeah, I'm still half a point ahead. All right, oh, okay. No, that's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, so uh, I am going to go with a last-minute desperation pick that I've just plucked out of thin air. Evan Engram. You dickhead. <laughs> Evan Engram has is the in the covering race, so whether he's available in your respective race, he is the tight end with the leading number of targets, uh, which is always good. We like targets. Uh, he's just coming off the back of a nine target, six reception for a 129 yards game against the Cincinnati Bengals with a cool 16.9 points. Uh, faces the Seattle Seahawks next week. Uh, notoriously bad pass defense, middling versus the tight end. Uh, so even with that Colt McCoy, he might look for him for a safety blanket, whether Daniel Jones is looking like he might be back. Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll Evan Ingram out and uh, see what happens. Yeah, I mean, hopefully Daniel Jones is back because he got a lot of his yards and his uh, touchdown from Daniel Jones. So. Well, not his touchdown, but 129 yards is a lot, isn't it? Sorry, Bill. And over to Big Willie's tight end does, for his tight end. Just do your scroll. I wanted Evan Ingram. Do your scroll. You'll probably beat I'm going to go for the quarterback of the week's favoured target, that being Noah Fan. <laughs> I was just about to joke and say, why don't you take Noah Fan? He's Hinton's number one target. <laughs> he, <laughs> He's his one man, one man, man. One yeah. man. Noah fan. Roll the dice. Do you know any other players that don't play for the Broncos? Evan Ingram. Gronk. And, and you don't pick Gronk because he's on a bye week. <laughs> Someone's probably going to be all right. Uh, Tyler Higby. I drafted him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's available. He's available. No, Noah Fan, please. Uh, Drew Locke has had a week to recover, courtesy of Mr. Goddell, uh, Goodell and his good friends at the uh, NFL HQ. So, uh, yeah, Noah Fan. Watch him win. Watch yeah. him go out there and win. Well, he caught, all, he caught all of the passes in the Denver game. How many players can say that? <laughs> What's that? You don't get any points for that. Well, he did. He got two. He got two point three. Yeah, true. So Nick, uh, Evan Ingram, me, Mike Sicky, and Bill Noah Fant. So we'll uh, revisit. We'll revisit uh, this next. This next. Pento season. 
How many? There's two weeks. Two weeks left. So you can't win, Bill. But I need to win now, or for a yeah. or, or Nick. Nick gets another win. So, um, who is hosting next week, Bill? Yeah, it's me next week. Oh, I thought it was Nick. So it's it's a uh, it's Broncos Bill. Broncos Buffalo Bills. Yes, me next week. Any chance of a curry out of any of you two? You're saying that lockdown finishes tomorrow. It does. We can, we we can go. We to... we can actually go. It we could we, we could we could record live from a pub with a substantial curry. With a substantial. <laughs> A succulent, substantial meal of, uh, of, a, uh, of a curry. But, yeah, it's me next week. We'll see how the tight ends go. Can I extend my win streak to two weeks? Who knows? Probably not. We'll see how this week's week um, matchups happen. See who takes the lead in the playoff race, the race for fourth place to join the three fantasy wizards that are the curry race podcasters we'll have our game of draft the best car need to contact our most loyal listener of liam phillips dan is grimacing because it's not a sensible family car might not win Probably not, but we'll see how the uh, Twitter followers go. But I can honestly any... say I don't know what a car's made up of. Like it's air conditioning, not, is that Not a all pick? those donuts that you bought from Morris. <laughs> That'd be a good day. pick. <laughs> Aircon. So, yeah, if you want to drop a draft question or a draft suggestion to us uh, at Curry Race Pod on Insta, at Curry Race Pod on Twitter, or our personal. Instagrams, which are on the photos that we upload most of the time. Uh, I don't know what else, really, other than to say thanks for listening. And we will be back in your earlobes next week. Goodbye. Good luck. Good luck and goodbye. <laughs>